0: Let's focus on the story of the day. British Columbia Premier David Eby kicked off his first full week as leader by announcing new measures to fix what has become an old problem in the province, a lack of homes for both existing and expected residents. Now, his government's new Housing Supply Act... Uh, will identify municipalities with the greatest need for more homes and will set new housing targets for those communities. That sounds more stick than carrot, that's for sure. Now, the province says it has already identified 8 to 10 communities where the new housing targets would be implemented based on census data and projected population growth. Now, the Premier says the province will work with municipal governments to set the housing benchmark, benchmarks, but ultimately it will be up to the municipalities to decide how to achieve them. Take a listen.
1: The second bill sets out a framework for how the province is going to work with cities to respond to this massive spike in our population. Uh, This framework uh, sets out a mutually agreed target to hit in terms of the kind of housing that municipalities already know they need because of housing needs studies that we've supported them to do.
0: Now, once passed, the Housing Supply Act would take uh, would take effect in mid 2023, and the eight to, t- to ten municipalities subjected to the housing targets would be notified after the law is enacted. Now, uh, a gentleman who has been following all of this, including the announcement this weekend, and of course it's been transpiring uh, today, is uh, Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. He joins us now. Hello, Richard. Yes, thanks for having me as always. Well, let's let's get through this. First and foremost, do we know which communities they'll most likely be? Is it going to be Vancouver and Surrey based on just their population? Are we talking about uh, sort of more, uh, how do I call this, uh, perhaps more um, strong-willed or communities that in the end have been uh, just saying, you know what, we're going to be stubborn and not uh, hit our targets or haven't hit their targets?
1: Yeah, we don't know. And that's one of the big questions with this legislation is it is largely a blank check for the province to impose uh, housing on municipalities. And David E wouldn't describe it as much, but by not providing the information on what each 10 municipalities will be involved or how they will specifically be chosen based on metrics, it leads a lot to interpretation. And there are some concerns from... The UBCM, uh, UBC's municipality organization around the Union of BC Municipalities, around exactly how this will work. So they want to work closely with the provinces to ensure that municipalities, yes, they get the housing they want, but it's the types of housing they want. And David Eby has spoken to this in his previous capacity as housing minister, and he has mentioned some communities including oak bay here in southern vancouver island and other communities that have been more resistant so that could include a place like port moody where for a time they had a mayor who was less pro-development they now have a mayor and megan lots who is more willing to develop so potentially we could see communities like that or we could see the big communities as you mentioned working with vancouver surrey victoria places where yes there is housing available, but we've also seen issues around density and growth and finding space and growing up and finding places for people to live. So we just don't know yet. It will be based though on an evaluation of municipalities filling out their housing needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, municipalities will required to fill this out by April of this year. And then the Minister of Housing will look through those and do a better assessment of exactly what the needs are then the province will work at fulfilling those needs and fast-tracking projects and finding development so they can speed up the process of, of getting people into homes uh, that need them.
0: Will the 8 to 10 be predominantly Metro Vancouver-focused, or can we expect communities in the interior or the island to also yeah. uh, have to
1: go through uh, the ringer with, uh, with government? I think it's going to be inclusive of the entire province so we will see communities outside of metro vancouver we have seen this phenomenon jazz over the last few years that unaffordability has touched nearly every corner of the province we're seeing uh, a rental rate of zero in kelowna and victoria we're seeing housing price prices break records in kamloops uh this is a pressure point that is not just vancouver centric anymore mm-hmm. uh it's It extends far beyond Metro Vancouver. So the expectation is that there will be work done to approve housing and push housing through communities in all corners of the province. Mm. Now,
0: before we get to the strata rules, let's just talk about what wasn't announced, but what was in David Eby's housing uh, strategy when he was uh, uh, running for leader. His campaign promise to make secondary suites legal across B.C. That wasn't in today's legislation. His campaign promise to automatically up zone single family lots to triplexes or three build basically essentially building three units on a single family lot. Why do you think those two weren't part of this um, housing announcement today?
1: Yeah, no flipping tax either. And I asked David Eby about this. And uh, Kevin Falcon is just doing a scrum now that I stepped away from the chat with you. And the first thing he said is he expected David Eby to come out with a cannon and instead he came out with a pop gun. <laughs> that it's not the sort of force of a housing plan that people had anticipated. I think one of the holdups clearly is working its way through legislation. And those things that you mentioned, the upzoning from one to three and the requirement for all municipalities to take on secondary suites was seemingly too problematic for legislation. And uh, municipalities are going to have more to say about their own powers when it comes to those two measures. The flipping tax is also complicated. Building tax policy is hard. It took the province a long time to put in place that speculation tax because of the repercussions around taxation. And so promise one thing, delivering something else. David E.B. says, though, that these things will be coming. He committed to them. He wants to ensure they happen. It's just about working those things through. And the last one is the $400 renter's rebate. We can't let them get off the hook on that, yet. 2017, <laughs> they promised it. 2020, they promised it. I asked David Eby about it today and on Friday, and he said it's still coming. When it's coming, what it looks like, how renters can access it, we just don't know. So, you know, there are big promises. There would be huge changes to the way we do things and free up housing, but they're proving to be more complicated, I think, than expected when David E.D. promised it during the short-lived BCNDP leadership
0: mm-hmm. Now, the Premier also uh, also talked about uh, amendments to the province's Strata Property Act that would ban uh, rental restrictions and age restrictions in, in strata buildings. Uh, walk me through, uh, when, it comes, when it comes to this piece of the legislation, what does this mean?
1: Yeah, so this is a big one and could open up, David E believes, up to 3,000 rentals, but it also could have some really deep and profound impact on those who live in Stratas right now. So right now, there's two main things here, a removal of the age restriction and a removal of restriction in general. So let's talk about that one first. So you may have a building, and for example, when we lived... Uh, in Vancouver, mm-hmm. on Open 16th, our building had a restriction where only four units in that building at any time could be a rental. A restriction like that under this new legislation, when passed, would be removed. So uh, an owner could rent out their property without restriction um, at any time. Uh, that would apply to strata buildings across the province. The other one is the age restriction. So right now in some buildings, there's an adult building. So every resident needs to be over the age of 19 or over the age of 18. Um, that will be gone. And, and the problem there was that, you know, a, a young couple could own their uh, strata condo and have a baby, and they would be defined by that law, uh, the strata rules, they'd have to move out of that suite and those rules will change the one uh, exception here is for 55 plus buildings so the province is still protecting those senior specific homes and to that if a senior has to bring in a care rate to live with them full-time they can be under the age of 55. They won't be counted under this. But it's a pretty substantial change and and it's bringing some frustration from those in strata. As I spoke to Tony Giaventu, he has been a spokesperson on this, an expert on this for a long, long time. He said the province instead should have targeted those short-term rentals, either through sites like Airbnb or through private rentals that that lead to huge turnover in a building Mm -hmm. rather than go after these rules uh, because he believes that this could cause significant disruption i've also heard from a number of you know viewers and listeners saying well i'm worried about the state of my building that if it becomes a renter only building uh, or a renters building what will that mean i'm an owner in my building i take ownership in it it is my community and a renter may not have that same ownership and the last point that you eventually brought up is it could drive up the prices that now in one of these strata buildings you're not just competing with those who live there who want to live there you're competing with anyone who may see this as a potential property that they could rent so there could be higher demand for a property like this and could drive up the price which is the opposite intention of what the, the government wants to do with legislation
0: well, I mean, the fact that he didn't bring in some of the other secondary suite rules, as I said, in three units per single unit, no flipping taxes, you said, perhaps he's going to do that after. But because one could argue what he's bringing in now will be disruptive to a certain degree. Uh, you you raise a very good example there where people who do own condo, condos they say, look, I take ownership of this place, renters come and go. And that's one of the reasons we have these uh, strata rules and that's all gone. Uh, that's going to be causing a lot of ripple uh, ripple effects uh, as well. So, this legislation, you think, will be passed this week?
1: Yeah, so we just had a long debate in the House uh, around the extension of hours this week. So the legislature will sit to 9 o'clock tonight, 9 o'clock tomorrow, 10 o'clock on Wednesday in order to get this legislation through. And the B.C. Liberals are saying, well, we should have been here last week. We would have lots of time to debate this. But it said David Eby delayed getting sworn in. Well, now they're going to be stuck staying up late (laughs) the next few days uh, in order to get this. And the expectation is this legislation will pass. Uh, by the
0: end of the week. Wow. Well, that's, that's fast. That's for sure. Uh, Richard, thanks for your time, my friend.
1: My pleasure as always. Thanks, Jess.